today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. Interesting article uh, out of the Globe and Mail today. General Motors Canada strikes a deal to offload uh, $1.8 billion in employee pensions. What does that mean? Uh, What does it mean to those that are holding uh, and are employees with pensions? Let's bring in Moshe Lander, Senior Economics Lecturer with Concordia University and is with us now. Moshe, thank you for the time. I hope you're doing well. I'm well. I hope you're well. So far, so good. Uh, what does this mean to pension holders? Uh, put this in layperson's terms for us. Uh, simply, it just means that beginning on July 1, they're going to be getting their uh, pension checks from somebody else. So where before they were kind of getting it directly from GM, now it's going to say Sun Life at the top of the check. But uh, beyond that, hopefully, it shouldn't mean much for the people that are getting their pensions. So why would GM do this? What's, what's the advantage? And should people be cautious of this? Should people be paying attention? No, this is the beauty of financial markets at play here. So from GM's standpoint, if you can imagine that all of these years, in a sense, they've been collecting uh, pension contributions from their employees, right? And when they're contributing, they're working. And so there's a promise that at some point in the future, when they retire, they're going to get money from GM. So GM has to show on their assets that they have this money they've been collecting, but they also have to show that they have a liability, all of this money that they owe off into the future. The problem with off into the future is that it's uncertain, right? Nobody knows if GM's going to be around. Nobody knows uh, what's going to happen with the assets and how they invested, and nobody's really going to know how long people are going to live. So GM has this tremendous amount of um, uncertainty that they've been carrying for all of these years. Uh, Their problem is they say, look, we're not in the pension business. We're in the car business. So if somebody wants to make better use of these assets and take on those liabilities, hey, we're open to offers. And so Sun Life and a group of others came along and said, well, we actually are in that business, so we'll take it over from you. Uh, The advantage to GM then is they don't have to lose sleep about this at night. And part of the value of uh, the car price has included all of that uncertainty. So I don't know that it necessarily means that car prices will go down, but at least it means that they're not going to have to worry about maybe tacking on a little bit of money here and there for for that uncertainty. And this doesn't show up on the balance sheet, obviously. Yeah, it's now gone, right? So effectively, they wipe it off. Now, the thing is that Sun Life is probably going to buy that responsibility at a bit of a discount, right? They're doing GM a favor that in order for them to sleep well at night, that risk has to go to somebody. And so it goes to Sun Life. And so really what they did was they tried to negotiate, you know, what's the discount that they're going to pay to take on this responsibility? But Sun Life believes that Uh, You know, stock markets are doing really well right now. And so they're going to be able to make use of that money that's been collected over all these years uh, to create better performance than what GM could. And what they also believe is that when interest rates are going to go up, which at some point in the next couple of years, that's the direction, those liabilities are going to become less and less in value. So they can play the long game in a way that maybe GM doesn't want to. And so they've taken it on their balance sheet. But yeah, GM got it off theirs. Are you surprised that the insurance companies would jump into this? You you know, obviously you've explained what's in it for them. They get the money up front to invest, I guess, and and playing the long-term game. But could could that create an insolvency issue? It could. Um, You know, the, the fact is that the risk is now on them. But presumably insurance companies should be in that long sort of game to begin with, right? Whether yeah. it's life insurance, auto insurance, whatever it is, they're, they're in the business of collecting those contributions and taking on those risks. So they're probably better equipped to handle it, one. And two, the, the big thing is that 
it's attractive for them right now because those interest rates are going to go up. So if you imagine that I've offered to pay you a pension when you retire at some point, the present value of that money today is totally dependent on what is the interest rate that I'm applying to that. As the interest rate goes up, the present value of that promise goes down. And so uh, it's it's actually something that we're probably going to see more and more of in the next few years in Canada because uh, it, it is going to be such an attractive proposition to take that over from struggling firms. Uh, that's my next question. Is this the future of pensions? Yeah, I, I, I think so. There, there was kind of a wrenching change in the last 20 years, in the way that pensions were determined. So we, we very much moved in this country from defined benefit to defined contribution plan. So defined benefit used to be simply that I would promise you um, a pension based on kind of like your finishing salary, defined contribution plans, or I'm going to pay you a pension based on what you contribute. So if you're a deadbeat to the pension plan, then you're not going to get a nice pension. But if you contribute nicely, you'll get paid nicely. So we've been through that in the last 20 years. And now that helps to make these pensions a little more sustainable. So now it's just a matter of who is best capable of executing those pensions. And really all that's going to happen is if sunlight finds itself in trouble at some point, it's just going to offload it onto somebody else just the way the GM did yesterday. Uh, certainly in this area, we remember the, the discussions that went on forever in regard to Stelco and, and their pensions and such. Does this add security for those that are holding these pensions? It should, right? The, the idea is that Sun Life took it over not to cancel the pension and not to eliminate it, right? They took it over because they feel that they're best equipped to make sure that those pensioners receive the money that's promised to them. It's not an act of altruism. It's just that they sense that profit opportunity. And so the, the fact is that anybody who's uh, holding that pension right now should be sleeping a little bit better themselves tonight, knowing that they're not reliant on an auto company that may or may not be viable and rather relying on an insurance company that has a long-term viability plan. Is this only viable and when the economy is where it is right now? No, no. So all, all that's going to happen is that um, the, the way that those companies show their pensions changes with interest rates, changes with the state of the economy, changes with the state of the stock market. And so what happens then is that if those things move, then maybe what happens is the amount of money that current employees have to contribute to that pension might go up to try and ensure that they're going to have that money, or they're just going to have to look for better buyers, or maybe what's going to be promised to them in the future would have to go down. But those are things that would affect current employees, not retired employees right now. So are you viewing this as a positive story? Yeah, I, I, I was actually very happy to see it. And, you know, it, it was it's one of those things that it, it's kind of archaic and, uh, and uh, a very much 20th century sort of idea that companies should be uh, maintaining and running their own pensions, uh, much in the same way that we've kind of offloaded, say, some of the backroom uh, IT stuff to other companies, call centers, uh, accounting and payroll. Uh, this is the idea that, you know what, businesses should be in the business of doing their business, not these ancillary things. And so shifting it off is a great move. It's much more efficient, and it's good for the overall economy. So I was very happy to see it. So why is this starting to happen now? Interest rates are at record low, and the next move is they're going to go up. And so anybody who can play that long game realizes that that liability that's been promised is going to start to fall in present value. And so even though they're taking on that responsibility now, the fact is that uh, they're going to be able to better fund that pension uh, merely on the promise of higher interest rates. And so because we're kind of at that point where uh, interest rates are maybe a year out from starting to increase again. Now's the time when you want to take over those things and you'll benefit from it over the next 
5, 10, 20 years. And so it's kind of the ideal sort of time. It's the same way that, you know, markets always have that nice sweet spot wherever it is in the business cycle where this is the dream time to make that investment. This is the dream time to, to take on that pension responsibility. Uh, will we now see insurance companies, a mad dash trying to take over companies, large companies' pension plans? Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I think that 2021 and 2022 is going to be one of those um, who can talk the next in terms of the story. So this is the, the biggest uh, takeover in, in Canadian history, but I don't think that this uh, will end the year as the biggest one because I, I think it's just going to incentivize that, hey, if Sun Life is going to do this, uh, everybody else better up their game. And so we're going to see other insurance companies start saying, all right, who's out there and who's interested? And, uh, this could send off and maybe a, a little bit of a signal to the market that uh, let's see what's out there and let's see if there's any good bargain. We've Moshe, we've always, always heard that pensions are way less than what they used to be. You know, the old days, you could live off it, all this sort of thing. Does this somehow, will, will more people receive pensions as a result of this? Is this a, a way to make them more affordable for more people? No, not necessarily. That That's kind of at the, the determination of the employer, right? And so that's how the employee and employer are going to negotiate together as to what's my pension and, and, and what are you going to give me? Um, the, the, the pensions have been reduced to some extent because, like I said a few minutes ago, that, that idea of defined benefit was, uh, it was, it was based on maybe your final salary or your salary in your final three years or some sort of uh, calculation based on your end result with the company. And assuming that your salary profile goes up over time, then that pension promise that I'm making to you is really, really big because your final salary is really, really big. This move towards defined contribution plans is now that, look, I don't care when you uh, contribute, if you're contributing a certain percentage of your income, then your pension is going to be based on what you contribute. And so if you contribute a lot, then you can have a big pension when you retire. But if you don't contribute, uh, that's now up to you. And so it, it's being shifted onto the employee to determine kind of what's their pension going to look mm. like rather than the employer being obligated because you rose to senior vice president on your way out the door. Moshe Lander's been with us, senior economics lecturer with Concordia University. GM Canada strikes a deal to offload their $1.8 billion in employee pensions. Looks like it could be the future. Moshe, thank you so much for the time and insight. Much appreciated. Be well. Anytime. Talk soon. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.